So good morning, good morning. Technology decided to give me a kick this morning. So hopefully if you are on live, you will be able to get this live stream. But we're on day two of breakfast and a book. And we continue with Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yesterday, we looked at burning desire and faith. Burning desire and faith. And today, we're going to move on to chapters 3 and 4, auto-suggestion. And let's look at chapter 4, specialized knowledge. But it's breakfast and a book. So what are you having for breakfast? I am having avocado um, with on pita bread, uh, multigrain. And because I did some weight straining this morning, I had, I prepared a nicely packed protein um, smoothie. So this is oatmeal with peanut butter coconut um what else i had my little spices in terms of the cinnamon um milk coconut milk and uh, yeah some other little <laughs> thing thing things all right just to nice it up in terms of flavor but i love having oatmeal with some peanut butter in it put my milk blend it up i added some chia seed and some flax seed yes that's what i'm having for breakfast so what are you having for breakfast as we go through this hour of reading think and grow rich for women now yesterday just to recap we looked at burning desire and faith and napoleon hill gave us six steps that uh, that was repeated by Sharon Letcher because she kind of did a rewrite of Napoleon's film original book Think and Grow Rich and she gave us six steps that we can go through in order to write down our goals and have it in front of us every morning and every evening and I indicated to you that I just don't do that with money goals I'm a very holistic being and so first things first for me is my spiritual um, relationship so I have a, a one page back and front that I write using these six steps that I repeat for my spiritual I repeat for my financial I repeat for my relationship and I also repeat for the you know holistic mental health so i use those six steps wrote down my goals and every single morning and evening i repeat it to myself and this has helped me greatly when i look when i started just before my birthday i mean i was six months into depression i was on bed lying down and just wearied out and financially going through a separation and relocation i was drained i was deep down in a really hectic financial emotional spiritual mental situation but when i wrote read the book that's the napoleon hill version and i started writing it down i did a step further 
I, I started visualizing it too. So there are certain things that I want to accomplish. Can you see this body here that I'm looking to get you? So, oh, oh, ah. yeah, those are the abs that I want. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm working on it. So when I look and started just like printing pictures and putting it out of what I want to accomplish and I have it at my desk that I look on every single day, you know what? Compared to when I just started it, I can see some things coming through already. So I just take a few minutes before I go into the book. And each day I'll share a portion of mine. And if you don't do anything else, do those six steps. What are the six steps? Let's review them. On page, so let us go to the book, Think and Grow Rich for Women. And if we look on page two, it says, first, be definite about the exact amount of money that you want or desire. Two, commit to what you're willing to do in exchange for the money you desire. There is no such reality as something for nothing. And I discussed these yesterday, so I'm not going to go in details. I'm just going to read them. If you want, go back and watch the one for yesterday. Number three, what is the exact definite date you intend to possess the money you desire? Number four, create a definite plan of action and begin at once. A goal without a plan is simply a wish without burning desire. Do not procrastinate. Good morning, Catherine, my friend. Good morning. All right, then fifth, Write a personal mission statement, a mantra, a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you want to acquire, the time limit you're giving yourself to acquire it, what you intend to give in exchange for the money, and describe clearly a plan or action steps you will take to accumulate it. And then number six, read your mantra twice daily once just before bed and once every morning so my, i have a four-part mantra again because i it's spiritual is important i have to start there then i go into relational then financial then other areas so each morning i'm going to share one part of my mantra with you i'm hoping by the end of the week when we finish this book you would have at least written down your goals that's that's the beginning of 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 um, the study that they did at harvard where they looked at all these highly intelligent people who graduated harvard when they checked them back later the ones who wrote down their goals was were like three times more successful than those who did not so it's important to start by writing it down so this is mine and it says for the first paragraph i am so happy and grateful to live with jehovah throughout eternity i am so happy and grateful for love joy peace and gratitude i am so happy and grateful to provide love and service to Jehovah God and the people he places in my sphere of influence. I am so happy and grateful for the Holy Spirit's guidance in daily devotion, 
increased faith, and burning desire. That's the one for my spiritual connection. What it is that I want, What? how is it that I want to be on a spiritual level. I'm going to share with you the others by the end of the week. But please, if you do nothing else, go ahead, take a piece of paper and write down your goals. Now, comment, tell me what you're eating for breakfast. Um, I am going to be putting everybody's name who comment. And at the end of the week, I'm giving away the book, this book. I'm going to be buying this book for someone from a draw. Once you comment, you, then you have a chance of getting Think and Grow Rich for Women for yourself. Because you know what? That's just a part of who I am and what I do. Learning, growing, and sharing. Let's get right into it then on page 46, auto suggestion. The medium for influencing the subconscious mind. Have you ever realized you made a mistake, rolled your eyes at yourself, and engaged in a round of sarcastic self-talk? Clearly identifying why it was not smart and why it should have happened, why it should not have happened? What about a secret celebration? Applauding yourself for doing a great job? Or realizing a win and affirming your fabulousness? Perhaps you have been able to get yourself through a tough situation or a feeling of being stuck or frustrated by giving yourself a pep talk and re reiterating your belief that you will overcome that particular challenge. Most of us have somehow engaged in the use of self-talk, not realizing the role it has in our mindset as well as our subconscious. Just as these moments of constructive or in some cases destructive self-feedback can magnify feelings of accomplishment or inadequacy, auto-suggestion can directly influence our level of success and more important, our belief in its possibility. The term auto-suggestion often brings reactions from people that clearly demonstrate that it is a misunderstood term. Ooh, I see you're having coffee for now. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you so very much, Catherine. It's, it's important for us to be able to speak positive things into our lives, right? So according to the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, auto-suggestion is an influencing of one's own attitude, behavior, or physical condition by mental processes other than conscious thought. This type of self-hypnosis had its first known use in 1890, well before the New Age movement. Hill stated that auto-suggestion is the agency of control through which an individual may voluntarily feed his subconscious mind on thoughts of a creative nature or by neglect 
permit thoughts of destructive nature to find their way into this rich garden of the mind. Now we have to stop here. Listen, I did not realize because I was more, you know, accountant, very um, logical kind of thinker. I did not realize the amount of negative self-thought that I was engaged in until I reached the like rock bottom, hit a hospital bed. I did not realize just how much the there was a lot of things in my subconscious from childhood days that were still haunting me of of me being not good enough. I I mean I spoke about on my first YouTube um, video um, where I just spoke up about my, my abuse as a child, right? And a lot of my family members didn't know, but all those things that happened in the past and the things of my childhood, I had them in here. And no matter what happened in my life, I never even took the time to appreciate some of the accomplishments that I had because I was still running after something else, thinking that another job title or another degree is going to make me feel better about myself. Not realizing that there were so many negative things sown in the garden of my mind. And if you can see here, I, I literally have a little garden around me in my house or, or you know, plants because when i water them when when i feed them i take the time to reflect on my own mind mental garden the reality is if you plant nice flowers in the garden or if you plant um weeds if you water both of them both of them will grow right so the mind doesn't mind what you plant in it it doesn't care what you plant in it, whether it's good or bad. You have to decide what it is that you're planting in your mind, what it is that you will water and what will grow. All right. And that is where it is important for us to be able to plant. One, go back and deal with some of those things that you keep putting off and not feeling and healing it. I had to feel some of the things that I went through. I had to cry. I, I had to get angry <laughs> about some of the things, right? And take my pillow and beat it up because I can't beat up some of the other people. But <laughs> I had to go to that place where I felt the pain and then decide that you know what instead of dwelling on those negative thoughts those negative things that were always coming up right i had to heal and after healing i've decided no hey i'm gonna be planting the things that i want to to feed and grow in my mind i'm gonna be planting love I'm going to be planting joy. I'm going to be planting peace. I'm going to be planting happiness. I'm going to be planting financial abundance. I'm going to be planting growth, development, learning, sharing. I'm going to be planting those good things. And those are the things that I'm going to be watering. So it's important. This one, get this part of it that you have to give yourself you have to plan the things even right now when i started this hey 
I wasn't healthy, happy, and wealthy, as I affirm on this, but I know those are the states that I wanted to be in. So when I wrote it down, I wrote it knowing that I didn't have it right now in the physical, but I connected with it in the spiritual. I connected with the with the, the, the abund feeling of abundance even when I was losing my homes, even when I was losing my marriage, even when I was losing <laughs> so many things around me. And when I didn't feel like reading this, I got up and I read it anyway. And even when I read it over and over again and it's like, I'm not feeling it. I still read it until one day I started getting that frame that, hey, okay, yes, they called me from the bank about my home, but it's okay. I was able to get one home. I'm losing that home. I'm losing the second home too. But that's okay because of marriage, you know, breakup, all of those things happen. You, you have to sell and split, you know, if you have been through separation, divorce. But it's okay because I have something within me. I'm building some garden right here that the bank can't take away, that a spouse can't take away, that no one can take away. I'm building a garden that is only up to me to feed. And when I feed it, hey, one house, if you read the story of Job, you'll realize that he lost it all, but he was able to gain it again. What have you lost? What have you lost where you need to be repeating to yourself and become the person who will know that it's not the possessions. You can lose it, but if you have that thing within you, that grit, if you have that thing that you tell yourself over and over and again that you're good enough, that you're able, that you're going to earn that million, that two, that three, that you're going to contribute, that you're going to love, that you're going to do it from a place of integrity. The house or houses or spouse or spouses, if it's more than one time, that's okay. You will love again you will gain again it will happen again but you it first starts here in the mind what exactly are you telling yourself okay let's continue let's read on all right i'm going to skip over now to um and just for those of you who um, i indicated i would have the zoom session open today i tried that and I was having technical difficulties, uh, but I set it up correctly. So I'll try again, come tomorrow, all right? And I'll have the Zoom link. So if you want to join in on the discussion via Zoom, then that would be awesome. All right, it says women on page 49, uh, 48 actually, women can be especially susceptible to negative thinking because our emotional and intellectual selves are so interconnected. We can think about many things at one time, and because of that, negative or self-defeating thoughts can easily creep into our conscious minds. Because becoming anchored and established in our subconscious minds, in my years of work with the people in the realm of auto-suggestion, 
I've found that women feel even greater levels of liberation than men from negative thoughts and feelings and greater levels of power and control over their lives from using these techniques. So we can feel it in the negative even greater because our emotions are so connected to our intellectual selves. But guess what? When we now gain control or feed the positive things that we want into our subconscious minds, when we're liberated, then we have even greater control. We have greater power than men will even have because of that con interconnectedness. So sometimes the world would want to use our femininity and how we are, and, and males, some males would want to use that in a negative sense. But look at the positive side of it, is that when you learn to master yourself, when you learn to master your thoughts, then you have such greatness as a queen to lead, to dominate, to grow, and not only that, to share and impact the lives of others. Amazing, isn't it? So it says, Napoleon Hill wrote, your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. You know what? When I was at my low, it is tempting, especially if you're going through depression, to focus on the low, to focus on and ask yourself, why am I here? Why is this happening? But when I was at that point, I had to change my mindset and decide that I don't want to be here. What is it that I want? Yes, affirm, Paula. Affirm yourself all the time. Guess what? At some point, I was even waiting for somebody to come and rescue me. Have you ever been there? where this negative self-talk is happening and you're feeling so bad, you're losing so many things around you and you're wondering who is going to come and help? Who is going to come and drag me from where I am? And yes, I mean, I went on YouTube, I remember once and I listened and that's why I'm doing this because I know that there are people out there who whose life I need to impact because somebody impacted mine. But the greatest impact that person gave when I listened to the YouTube video is that you have to be responsible for your own healing. Nobody else can do that for you. And it starts by getting up each day and affirming yourself. Because one of our greatest weaknesses is that we're not enough. One of our, the greatest things in our subconscious is that we're not good enough, we're not tall enough, we're not short enough, we're not, we're not slim enough, we're not fat enough, we're not pretty enough, or we're not light enough, we're not dark enough, our bum is not big enough, our bum is too small, <laughs> our lips are too small, our lips are too big. So every single thing that you can find that prevents us from going the way and accomplishing what we need to is because inside the talk is saying we're not good enough. 
And if you look around, there are just too many people waiting to affirm that we're not good enough. There are just too many people waiting to put us down and say that we are not good enough. And that's why you cannot depend on somebody else to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself every single day. I write this thing. I, I, I put it on my phone. I, I, I read it. Right? Because even when you don't believe it, you have to say, I am a queen. I am a leader. I am strong. Right? And guess what? Yes, Paula, we are more than enough. I am more than enough. You, by the way, if it is that you're listening right now and you can just raise your hands and affirm to yourself, I am more than enough. Come on, I don't know what you're doing, but it won't make sense if we don't leave these sessions with just one action that we can do right here, right now. I just want you to raise your hands and guess what? If you've done it, I just want you to put in the, the comment, I am more than enough. Just type that in the comment. I am more than enough. Guess what? I'm not going to move on until I see somebody type it. Yeah, so even if I have to repeat for the rest of the sessions, I am more than enough, then I'm going to do that. All right? Come on. You can do it. I am more than enough. I am more than enough. Is there one? One person who is going to affirm that you're more than enough. I am more than enough. Hey, oh, thank you so very Queen. Queen Catherine, thank you. You are victorious. You are amazing. Linda, thank you so very much. I am more than enough. And yes, you are more than enough. All right, it says women on page 49, women are feeling creatures. God made us to be that way for very important reasons. Our brains have an elaborate connection, connected neural network between the right and left, left hemispheres, allowing us to feel things intuitively and then process them intellectually. It is a God-given, bestowed gift unique to women. My psychologist friend once told me, women have a super highway between the feeling and the thinking side of the brain. Men have a dirt path. <laughs> I'm gonna read that again. Women have a super highway between the feeling and the thinking side of the brain. Men have a dirt path. We're different and it's for a good reason. So don't let anybody belittle you because of that super highway that is connected between your mind and your and your the thinking side and the feeling side of your brain. You were made that way for a reason. And that's why you, queen, you can do certain things that nobody else can do, right? So take that as a gift 
and use it to your advantage. All kidding aside, <laughs> we need to ask ourselves, why were we given this gift and how can we utilize it better to serve the people we love and humanity at large? And that, that's one of the greatest gifts. When you're at the, and this is purpose, by the way, this one statement when other people, people go searching for purpose, pain to purpose is this for me, what this just said in the book, right? Is that we need to ask ourselves why we were given this gift and how we can utilize it better to serve the people we love and humanity at large. <laughs> I know, Kathleen. <laughs> so yes, when you can answer this question, that seed that God has planted within you, that seed that is within you when he says, be fruitful and multiply, it, some people talk and think that it applies to only women going and having kids. No, no, no. When it says be fruitful and multiply, it also applies to you asking yourself this question. Why am I here? Why am I here on earth? What purpose am I here to serve? And notice it's to serve. So the second part is where it really hits the gift that I've been given, the seed that has been planted within me, I'm going to water it, it's going to germinate, it's going to pop up out of the earth, and then it's gonna grow into a tall, strong, beautiful tree. Yes, queen, that's you. And guess what? It is then going to be fruitful because then you will, what does the fruit do? The fruit actually, it's picked, it's eaten and then the seed from that fruit fruit is then planted and the process continues so our purpose here is to grow to to be fruitful and we be we are only fruitful when we give like the fruit the tree that is just there it is a tree right we have this evergreen tree here it's just a tree it's not a fruit tree unless it gives fruit. So what, what is in you? What seed do you have planted within you? And we all are born with that seed. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, whatever it is that when you, we look at burning desire yesterday, when somebody says to you that, mm, you're driven, you're so purposeful when you're doing this thing. What is that for you? Water it. Water it with positive thoughts. Water it with, with positive sayings. So that it will grow. So that it will bear fruit. And when it bears that fruit, then somebody else will be able to benefit from you as a person. And when they benefit from you, their seed will be planted. And, and then your gift to this world can be multiplied sometimes we look at how can i impact 10,000 and which is what i want to do by the time i finish passing through this life i want to meaningfully impact the lives of 10,000 queens 
But we have to start from one. We have to start from ourselves. A lot of times too, we are looking out there to, oh, what can I do? Or, or we're even mindful of the other trees around us because the other trees around us are fruitful and we're just at the seed stage and we're like, oh my gosh, oh, this person here has started their business and they're doing so great. Or this person here is married and they have kids and they have a good career. And I seemingly am struggling all the time. And we're looking around at the other trees. And instead of celebrating the other queens around us, we become envious, we become negative, we start tearing down. No wonder we don't grow. The minute we focus on watering our own seed within us through personal development, reading a book, affirming others, affirming ourselves, it is marvelous and wonderful how that seed then begin to, to germinate and to pop up and to grow and grow into a strong tree that can then be fruitful and multiply. Oh, 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 oh. When you're at that stage, you know you found your purpose. All right. It says, as Hill suggests, hand over the thought suggested to your imagination and see what your imagination can or will do to create practical plans for the accumulation of money through transmutation of your desire. Nothing is impossible. And I'm going to share this one with you because I just find that when you begin this process, it can really, in the financial sense, in the spiritual, mental, emotional sense, can make a whole lot of difference. I remember in October, end of October, going November, my son wasn't with me. And um, it, I was going through a really hectic time. And I started my affirmations. And I was not in the best financial place. And I have this apartment here and I'm like, okay, my son is like two days, was two days journey away driving. And it was COVID, so there was no plane. I had to drive, right? And I'm like, I don't know how long I'm gonna be away in order to sort out what I need to sort out. I have this apartment that, guess what? When I leave, rent needs to be paid. So you know what? I'm going to try to rent it out. And the thought came to me just like that because I was repeating money flows really easily from everywhere. I was repeating my how much is it that I want to have by a certain date. And I just listed it on, on, on Kijiji. Listed the apartment as on Kijiji furnished short-term rental. And within three days, someone contacted me. Right? And like ideal credit score good and you know what the person did they decided to pay six weeks in advance like they gave me three thousand nine hundred dollars in advance before they came into the apartment listen Listen, I'm telling you that when you start to be in that positive place there are and you open up your imagination to possibilities, 
there is nothing that is impossible for you. But how how far and how large will you imagine? What what exactly do you want for your life? And and how much do you want it? It's up to your imagination. You know, think big. That's another book that I'm going to put on the reading list. And again, if you have a book that you want me to read and come on and discuss in the future, feel free to put it in the comments so I can get it. All right. So we're going to move on and we'll move on to a quote um, here that I think is very, very important. It says, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve all right it says chapter in practice in my life from sharon letcher as i look back over my life auto suggestion has played a major role this is page 54 even when i didn't realize it at the time and didn't do it purposefully when I was a child, my father would ask me each night, Sharon, have you added value to someone's life today? That's a good question for us. I'm adding it to my list of things that I need to do before I go to my bed. I'm gonna say, Sunshine, Zakiria, have you added value to someone's life today? This nightly ritual made a huge impact on me and I believe may be largely responsible for my dedication and desire to serve others. While my father's question was a major influence on me as a child, there have been many examples of the impact of auto-suggestion since. It is because I spent time working with Crystal Dwyer Hansen during a particular stressful period of my life that I know her approach to auto-suggestion works. I have also seen auto-suggestion play into my life's work, which I describe below, and I know firsthand it is a critical element to the success of anyone, especially women. I shared in the chapter of faith about the turning point in my life at the age of 26 when I took a leap with faith and left public accounting to start building businesses. <laughs> this part of it, well, she's doing, she did it at 26, I'm doing it at 36, but hey, there's a six in there, right? As I struggled to make the decision, I used the ever faithful yellow pad and wrote out the pros and cons of taking the new position offered to me. This list was quite lengthy for both, adding to my frustration. Have you ever felt like I was at that stage where I'm wondering, can I go out and be an entrepreneur and, and, and try to um, be my own boss instead of staying in, in government work or corporate work? Um, can I really do this? What are the pros and cons of each? One of the biggest things for me is that I needed by my time. I needed my son is now eight, and I've, I needed to spend more time with him. When I was doing accounting work, it was crazy hours, crazy hours. And I, and I said that landed me in the hospital, right? I want back my time. Time 
was very important to me, right? So I list the pros and cons of, you know, okay, <laughs> can I, should I do this, right? All right, so it says the list was quite lengthy for both, adding to my frustration. As I sat on my bed reviewing the list, it was as if a higher power took my hands and wrote the words, why not? across the top of the page then i asked myself becoming my michelle obama okay is another great book i will definitely add that to the list becoming by michelle obama uh why not try something new why not give it a try why not see where this exciting opportunity takes you so i'm asking you this morning why not if it is that you want to to do something new why not if it is that you want to launch out and be able to create your own course or start your own business or write your own book or just start a health program to get in shape why not why not right if you want to be better mentally emotionally physically if you want to be wealthy healthy and happy why not ask yourself that question it says those two words have become the guiding principle in my life and i use them often as an auto suggestion it helps me to take a step back and look at the bigger picture it forces me to step outside my box step outside of what is comfortable and known it also forces me to visualize what could be and i'm gonna pause here a lot of times we lock ourselves inside a box you know we we we, we think of our past and it's like we're or we get comfortable have you ever been in that place where you know you're not happy and it's uh, the number one reason why people stay in in certain marriages that are abusive that that are in certain relationships whether it is even with some family members or friends that are just negative and not going anywhere it's because we're trapped inside a box we're trapped inside or our past sometimes or we're trapped in our comfort zone right and we don't want to get uncomfortable it's not comfortable initially for me to come on live and to be talking and to be sharing it wasn't comfortable but as i keep doing it and you know as you can see sometimes the technology don't work but it's okay i'll keep trying and trying and trying until something works i'll keep pushing i said i'm gonna take the, the word trying out of my vocabulary i'll keep pushing and pushing until something works and what does push mean it says pray until something happens i'll keep going at it until something works you know and that's what we have to do we have to get outside of our comfort zone and be able to move forward so what is it for you what pain are you going through right now what situation that is really bringing you sadness is it financial troubles is it relationship is it just mental havoc with the negative things just happening in your head yes linda push pray until something happens you know no matter what it is listen what the book says because 
the reason we're doing this, the reason I'm doing this, and I'm so appreciative for you if you came on here, you're staying with me until 8, is because we want to learn. We want to grow. And when we learn and grow, we can reach a point of sharing. Fruitful. Come on now. <laughs> Being fruitful. That fruit will then we will be then be able to share that fruit with someone else. So, get out of your comfort zone. Start somewhere. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. For some of us, it might, and that's okay. But don't even compare your journey to somebody else's journey. You know, you're not responsible for even convincing others how to live their life. Show up, live, learn, grow, share, and those who need to be impacted by your message, by your life, by your growth, they will be impacted. Don't try to convince people. I don't try to convince people. <laughs> I just show up and open my mouth and share and be truthful about my struggles and what I'm doing. And this is it. I'm, I'm taking up a book. I'm reading it. I'm learning and I'm deciding I'm not just going to learn. How can I apply that thing how can i really take the words the experiences of others and live them put them into my life all right let us continue all right let us continue to specialize knowledge that is chapter four and we're going to start out on page 62 of specialized, specialized knowledge. But hopefully you got it from um, auto suggestion. You need to write down what it is that you want. You need to affirm yourself. You need to have visions, right? Vision, dreams, goals. But you need to put them in writing and repeat it to yourself. What it is that you want. Not what is happening now. What is it that you want? So even on this, I have, I am a queen. I am a leader. I am strong. I am enough. I am a gift to this world. I am at peace. I am loved. I am loving. What are those positive things that you want in your life? Write it down and repeat it. That is the power of auto-suggestion. All right. So we continue. When you know better you do better that's a quote here by maya angelo how much power do you believe knowledge holds napoleon hill stated that knowledge has no value except that which can be gained from its application toward some worthy end <laughs> i'm gonna pause there and i'm gonna repeat that knowledge has no value except that which can be gained from its application toward some worthy end. Have you ever learned something that you felt was important, but you just didn't, you just weren't sure what to do with the information? Or perhaps you personally have sought out new information in hopes it would add value to your skill set or to your business success. I can testify of that one, especially 
um, being in the online space, trying to, um, you know, create a business using social media or, you know, whatever. I want something and uh, what I'm working on is to create um, things that I can work on, I can contribute, but that is not going to require a lot of my time, right? So that includes a lot of technological things and understanding, you know, social media and sales and all. Oh, a lot of things and I've invested over the past um, over the past eight or so months I can say over ten thousand dollars in different coaching programs things like that you know one of the things that I realized is that you can buy programs from here there and everywhere but until you apply it, it doesn't make any sense right I mean you can acquire the knowledge and that's the thing that school has done to us is that school has has brought us knowledge for us to repeat it on a piece of paper so it's called a test right but then after the test is finished and after we get the degree what are we using all those knowledge for most of the times we come out into the work world and we can't even apply the the knowledge quote unquote that we got while we were in school it's it's amazing when I really look down look look into it that we knowledge is not power it's the potential power but power only comes from applying that knowledge and that is why I beseech you that at the end of this week when we're finished reading this book let this not let not this time be a waste go ahead every single morning and repeat those six steps and write it down what it is that you want how much money that you want for me as i said i have it in four phases because it's a spiritual it's a relational it's the financial it's the mental right but start somewhere at the end if you don't have a mantra that you repeat to yourself with auto suggestions in the morning and the evening to affirm who you are and affirm yourself yourself then let that be the one thing that you take away from this book by the end of the week that you can apply. All right? It's not just about coming, listening, no. Take your paper and you can see I have a special thing for yellow. <laughs> right? So I choose to have it on a yellow paper, right? Just to kind of catch your eye and show the brightness and sunshine. But whatever, write it down somewhere. Write down your desire somewhere. Start somewhere okay so it says continuing on page 62 the current economic turmoil much like the great depression that was raging when napoleon hill original published think and grow rich has forced thousands if not millions of people to find additional or new source of income now this book that i'm reading this is something exciting that i want to share with you that is going to make a a big difference for you in the next seven to ten years if you look at it this book was written in let me see if i can find the year 2013 was it yeah i think 2013 but every ever so often there is an economic meltdown every seven to ten years if you look at the past history of what has happened over 
um, years. Every seven to ten years, there's something that happens. And we are reading in this book that when Napoleon Hill wrote, wrote the original version, the Great Depression was happening. When Sharon Letcher wrote the revised um, version, there was economic turmoil happening. What are we experiencing now? We are in a period of economic turmoil. But listen, what is it is saying and see if it's not true for you. I'm gonna read that one again. The current economic turmoil, much like the Great Depression that was raging when Napoleon Hill originally published Think and Grow Rich has forced thousands, if not millions, to find additional or new sources of income. That's what a lot of persons are doing because you realize if you kept your job, then you realize that the security that some people thought was in a job, they quickly realize it, that it's not there. And every seven to 10 years, people are, that you get comfortable, then something disastrous happens in the economy, and you get to realize that depending on a job, is not going to cut it. You have to find your work. And what is that work? That is that seed that is planted within you, that burning desire to help others, that burning desire to learn, grow, and share. And that's the process that I've been through in finding my work here on this earth. I told you yesterday, my burning desire is in education and finances. I love helping people transform their finances and I love to share, I love to teach, I, I love to engage in learning, right, and in sharing. But I had to change my mindset from that of doing a job in a nine to five to entering into the business ownership world into that place where I can control my time, but not in just any and any way, but in a way that is going to contribute to the lives of others. So I'm gonna leave it there this morning. As we look at specialized knowledge, it should not be about going to school and just getting a, another piece of paper that you put on the wall, or completing another test and scoring 100. But how is it that the knowledge that you have will be used to transform the life of somebody else? Again, that's where purpose comes in. So tomorrow we will continue at 7 a.m. EST every single day as promised we'll be coming on. And tomorrow we are going to focus on chapter 5, Imagination and chapter six, organized planning. So that's chapters five and six tomorrow. Thank you so very much for tuning in, sending you love, joy, peace, and gratitude. If you're on the replay, feel free to type in replay. And once you make a comment below, your name will be going in a draw so that I'll be able to give someone this book, Think and Grow Rich, at the end of the week. So have a wonderful, fantastic day. Tuning out and sending you love from my heart to yours. I am Dr. Sakiria Sunshine.